0: Hey, you're listening to the debt-free CEO podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Hey friends, welcome back to the Debt Free CEO Podcast. If you only knew what it took to get this episode out to you today, you would be laughing right along with me. If the sound sounds a little different, I had to get a new mic. This is my third mic that I've had, and I am i don't know how I'm going to like the sound quality right now, but you know what? I want to get this information out to you. I want to get this episode to you. So bear with me if it sounds a little different. We have some technical difficulties over here. We have some unexpected costs, but what's new, right? When you run a business, when you run a podcast, right? You're going to have unexpected things that happen. And I'm so glad that I'm talking about what I'm talking about today, because I think it ties in perfectly to kind of what I experienced with this whole mic situation. Today's episode is going to be about how you can use the same methods that you would to go debt free to also help you save money. And I wanna mention my budget template that I have either in the show notes or on my website that you can grab. And I know that that budget template is specifically geared to paying off debt. But I want you to download it anyways, because instead of the column that I have that's used for debt payoff, you can scratch that out and put that column in there and label it as saving money or savings. And I provide you two different type of examples in that budget. One of when I was a teacher and if I were to live just off my income, and then my husband and I, whom we were both teachers at the time, what we budgeted and lived off of and how we paid off debt with both of our incomes. I love that I give you those examples because I think it's practical. It's realistic. It's something for you to visually see and compare to your own finances. And it shows you literally how we managed our money and how we used that extra money for debt payoff. But for your purposes, if you're listening to this podcast, you can use that exact budget template to help you save money. So make sure you grab that. Let's get into it. In today's episode, I want you to understand that building your savings account and paying off debt really aren't too different. If you're good at one and not the other, I don't believe that. I believe that if you're good at paying off debt, then you can slash should be good at building a savings account. And I really want to preface this first with Everybody's financial situation is different. Everybody's upbringing is different, right? The way that I was raised and the blessings that I grew up with financially, maybe you didn't experience that, or maybe you grew up with even more and bigger blessings than I did, meaning you entered into adulthood and you were already debt-free or you entered into adulthood and you got yourself into debt via credit cards, car payments, school loans, whatever it may be, right? Everybody's situation is different, but I want you to understand that if you are able to get yourself out of debt, if you have seen yourself pay off debt and you're good at that, then you should be able to... To also be good with saving money. And I guess vice versa too, right? If you know that you're good at saving money, putting $100, $200, whatever it is, extra a month, then you can also be good at paying off debt if you have debt, right? If you don't have debt, then this is going to be a good episode for you to learn how to save money better. Um, If you are in debt or in the process of going out, getting out of debt, this will be good for you to either start saving now or when you do enter that debt-free lifestyle, how to save money. And maybe debt payoff isn't even your concern and you're just like, I just want to know how I can be better about saving money, Megan, so my husband and I can go on vacation. This will help you as well. Not everybody's goal is to go debt-free and that's okay. Okay that's okay, right? I hope that you learn better money management tips, strategies, techniques from me and from my own experiences and the things that I share. And I hope that you can implement those into your own life. As always, if you find yourself after this episode, man, I really want to do a deep dive into my own finances. I want to figure out how I can better manage my money to save up for something big that you and your spouse or you and your family are working towards, or if you want to work on being better about paying off debt, you can always book a one-on-one strategy call with me. I host or I host, I have three spots open each month. That's what my schedule allows. So once they're booked, they are booked. So make sure you head to my website and schedule that. Let's get into it. Shall we? A common question I get asked is, how much should I have in my savings account? And when should I have that in my savings account? And I know everybody hates this answer to questions, but it really all depends. It depends on your current living situation. It depends on your current financial situation. It depends if you have kids, if you don't have kids, right? It just really all depends. So I'm going to talk about a few different scenarios, right? If you are younger, maybe you don't own a home yet. So if you don't own a home and you have very minimal bills and expenses, then your savings account is not going to need to be as large as somebody that owns a home, has a child or multiple children, right? You have to kind of look at what emergency situation could I get myself into based on my current living situation. So if I have very minimal expenses, I have no kids, it's just me, I don't have a lot of people or things that I have to provide for, then your savings account is going to be a lot smaller, maybe two months of your living expenses in savings. So that way, if an emergency was to come up, or if you were to lose your job tomorrow, you would have two months to be able to live off of. Let's say you're more like me. Home. When I graduated college, we, my husband and I immediately bought a house and we didn't have kids till I well, didn't have a child, I guess not, not more than one. We didn't have a child until about four years into marriage, but we did own a home. So what we did was always kept at least three to six months of expenses in our savings account. And we do that for multiple reasons. Number one, and this is a great example because this happened to us, I think last summer, our air conditioning went out and that was a $200 bill. Oh my, talk about, ouch, that hurts, right? Our monthly living expenses are anywhere between five to $6,000 a month. I would have to really look at our budget again to know. So last summer when our AC went out, Nobody wants to put two grand on a credit card, right? That's ridiculous. I that no, you're going to be paying 30% interest potentially, right? Which you're going to end up spending way more than two thousand dollars on that air conditioner by the time you go to pay it off, right? So, having a, an emergency fund, having a savings account for that was amazing because we pulled it out of our savings, we were able to pay the guy cash in full, no big deal. And what we did to build that back up was over the next couple of months, we adjusted our budget and started setting aside two, three hundred bucks a month. I don't know, whatever it was to help us, quote unquote, pay that off. So essentially to rebuild our savings. So I really can't answer that specific question for you, right? How much should be in your savings and when should you have that by? Because it really depends. So I wish I could help you better on that, but I really want you to look at your own finances and tell yourself, what do you feel comfortable with, right? I know for some people, they have a home, they have children, but they still don't have a savings account, right? Right. And here's why at least a small, very, very small, like $1,000 emergency fund is helpful because when you don't have anything like that, you get yourself in the cycle of, I will put it on credit and pay it off later. And nine times out of 10, you don't end up paying it off later. And then you end up spending more for that item, whatever it is, an emergency vet bill. That's $500. I don't know. That actually just happened to me too. Look, let me just say, I know I signed up to be the debt-free CEO. I just signed up to start this podcast, but that doesn't mean that I always want all of these financial things to happen to me. I'm laughing because my husband had to go to the emergency room a couple months back and we got all of these medical bills and I'm like, "Okay, seriously, I don't want to deal with this, right?" And so I'm laughing at myself because I signed up for this little title of mine. And now, you know, I'm being forced to live it out and share my experiences with you guys, which is funny, not funny, but funny. So I'm laughing at myself. But anyways, back on track. When you have that $1,000 in savings, you can pay for that unexpected vet bill of a couple hundred dollars. And then When you go to replenish that in your savings, you adjust your budget a little bit. You don't have to replenish it next month, but maybe over the course of three or four months, you figure out how you can get that money back into your savings, whether you're putting $50, $100 a month aside back into that emergency fund. The key is to have at least something, right? There's a statistic out there that says 40 or 50% of Americans are $500 away from bankruptcy. And that is very, very scary. So even having just $1,000 in savings can be something that's really beneficial and helpful for you and your family's finances. Next thing I want to talk about is, I'm going to preach this probably till the day that I die, but everything goes back to the budget. Everything starts at the budget. I have a podcast episode that talks about the budget is the foundation. It's because it's so important when it comes to your month to month finances, So I'm going to ask you a tough question. Do you know what you spend and earn each month? If you don't, then you're never going to be able to further your financial goals if you're constantly spending more money than you make, plain and simple. And I know that's easier said than done. Okay. I do. I get it. People have children, people have a life, people have mortgages, right? But at some point you've got to sit down and look and figure out your your finances and say, "Hey, okay." we are spending way too much money eating out every month. Let's get a meal plan together. Let's plan our meals. That way we can save a hundred, at least a hundred dollars a month, I'm sure on eating out. And instead we buy groceries that are going to extend us a lot further and a lot longer. And this goes for whether you want to save money or go debt-free. You have to make sure you're spending less than you earn plain and simple. I can't make $1,000 every month and then spend $2,000. That's not sustainable. That's not fun. I mean, maybe it's fun, but you're going to dig yourself in a very, very big, uncomfortable hole. So make sure you're always spending less than you earn. And this is because any money that's left over after each month, whether it be $1 or $1,000, it doesn't matter, right? You can put that towards something specific, whatever goal it is that you're trying to achieve. You want to save money? Great. That dollar can go into your little savings account or that dollar can go to your (laughs) credit card bill. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about is two different scenarios. Okay. Scenario one is you're not debt-free, but you still want to build a little bit of a savings. How do you do it? Okay. So this was a me and my husband. I've always had is savings, probably even in college when I would work summer jobs. I was like, nope, got to have a savings, got to have something because I never wanted to not have money to my name. And I never wanted to spend excessive amounts on credit cards that I knew I couldn't pay off. So I always had a little bit of a savings. How do you do it though, right? So when you go back to the budget template that I provide you at the very beginning of this podcast, you are going to see all this money that I have left over. This is assuming that I've gone through my finances, I've created a budget, I've cut down on things that are unnecessary, right? Let's say I'm sending, this may be excessive for you and unrealistic, but let's say I'm sending $1,000 to my debt each month, but I have $0 in my savings account. I'm going to take some of that money that I'm using for debt payoff, and I'm going to set that aside in my bank account for my savings as well. And maybe for the first month, you don't do any extra to your debt, right? You just take that thousand dollars and you put it in the savings account because it's good to have it there in case you have to spend money on a credit card, right? You can just pull from that little emergency fund that you have. That way you're getting out of that cycle of constantly putting things on a credit card. That's the first thing that I would do if I'm debt free and I still want to build a little bit of a savings. Make a goal for yourself. Maybe I'm going to set aside $50 each month, $100 each month. It doesn't matter. Start small, get to your end goal. The second scenario is you're debt free and you want to build a good amount of savings. If you're already debt free. I would 1000% say you should have three to six months of your living expenses in a high yield savings account. If you don't know what a high yield savings account is, when you go to your bank, they will have traditional savings accounts, but the interest rates are trash. I think anywhere between like 0.1%, which will get you like a quarter every year. I don't know for sure, but That's not a high yield. That's just a traditional savings account that your bank offers. There's nothing wrong with keeping your money there. It's just not going to grow. So if you can apply for a high yield savings account from either your own personal bank or from another bank that offers that, you can earn anywhere between three to 4% interest. So if you do have $1,000 in there or if you do have $10,000 in there, you'll at least be earning a little bit more money month after month right? So then it's not just sitting there doing absolutely nothing, wasting, probably losing value because of the price of inflation. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. If you have that three to six months of living expenses sitting in your bank account, put it in a high yield savings account. Don't let your money just waste away, right? Because depending on who you are, that could be anywhere between fifteen to $30,000, right? And that's a lot of money that could be doing something for you rather than sitting there and doing nothing. So I want to close it out with some tips and tricks. I'm sure you've heard of the envelope system. This system is really good with people that have the problem of swipe, 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 right? I am guilty of the convenience of a credit card slash a debit card, right? If I have it, I don't use cash. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I hate cash, right? I just, no, I don't. I don't know. No, 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 no. I just don't have cash. Sorry. I always use my credit card or my debit card for everything. But this can be really, really toxic because you can get in this habit of just swipe. Oh, I quote unquote have the money when you probably don't have the money, right? So the envelope system is you take your budget and you put all of your budget amounts that you have for gas, groceries, Me money, car insurance, whatever it may be, and you put that amount cash in an envelope. So if you're going out to the grocery store, you've got your little grocery store envelope and you're going to take it inside and you're going to pay with cash when you go. It's not for everybody, right? But it does work and it really does stop the habit of just swipe, swipe, swipe. So if you want to use that system and pull out whatever, 100 hundred, two hundred $200 a month for your savings, keep it in that envelope, keep it in a safe in your house. So then it's out of the bank, right? Because out of sight, out of mind is sometimes a lot easier when it comes to money. And so if you get it out of your bank account, first thing at the beginning of the month, bam, you already have your $100 set aside. So then when the next month rolls around, do the same thing, then you have $200 and then you don't see it in your account. So you don't even know that it's there and you're not tempted to spend it. One of my fun ones, if you do use and spend cash, there is the, I call it the five trick. I don't know if it's called anything more legit, but anytime that you do spend cash, um, if you have a $5 bill, when you get change back, you are going to take it out of your wallet and put it in your little safe or your envelope. Or you're going to set it aside. Some people will do this at the starting at the beginning of the year. And then at the end of the year, they'll see how much Money they have with their fives, and that will be their vacation fund for the next year, or it'll get them a shopping trip. I don't know, whatever your goals are, I don't care. But that's a fun one if you use and spend cash. I do not, so I don't do that one. The other, there's another fun one that you can do, and you can Google these or Pinterest them or whatever, but there's saving trackers for every week of the year. So On week one, you would do $1. On week two, you would do $2. So now you've got $1 and $2, which is $3. On week three, you would do $3. So now you've got $6 total. Okay. Do you see how it adds up? So at the end of the year, you would be putting $52 aside, but you'd be able to add up 51, 50, 49, all the weeks above it. And you would have X amount on your savings account. I have no idea how much that is, but that's a cool math problem that I'm sure I've had to solve sometime in my lifetime with being a math major. Fun fact. If you didn't know that about me, I went to college to be a math major. Fun times. Anyways, here we go. Or you could do, this is the same concept, but on the first day of the year, $1. On the second day of the year, $2, right? make it fun for you. doesn't have to be cookie cutter. doesn't have to be traditional. Find a trick that works for you and save the dang money, right? Find something that will motivate you and keep you on track. And the same goes for when you pay off debt, right? You can do all of these exact techniques when it comes to paying off debt. Even the one where you do $1 a week um, and then $2 on the next week, $3 and so forth. At the end of the year, take that lump sum and put it towards your car put it towards your school loans, whatever it may be, right? And then at the end of the year, you're like, wow, okay, I just paid, I don't know how much it is, hundred, three dollars I don't know how much it is, but I just paid that much to my car. That's like how many extra car payments? I don't even know, right? Do those small things that motivate you and help you keep yourself on track. So as you can tell, the same strategies that you use to go debt-free, so the same strategies that I teach in any of my other podcasts or any of my other social platforms, right? Those are the same strategies that you're going to use to save money. But instead of putting your money towards your credit card, your car, whatever it may be, you're going to put your money in a high yield savings account. So you can earn three to 4% interest and then you're not going to touch it ever. Don't touch it. Don't touch it unless you need to, right? Unless there is a emergency, right? You don't keep that money in your account to look at it and go, Ooh, I'm going to buy myself a nice pair of shoes, right? Keep that money in there for emergencies or for whatever financial goal you have set for yourself. As always, make sure you download my free budget template. And if you still need support, let's sit down one-on-one, let's create a financial plan for you and let's do the damn thing. Hopefully the audio wasn't too bad. And hopefully this sounds good. (laughs) This is why you have a savings account, right? Because today I had to spend a hundred dollars to buy a brand new mic. And if I wouldn't have had a savings account for my business, I don't know how I'd be able to afford it. So even if you have a small emergency fund, have something set aside for when emergencies come up like this, you're not constantly having to put them on credit cards. I'm done for now because I can't do this anymore. I hope this audio sounds okay for you guys. And if it doesn't, I promise I'm working on it. So please stay around. Love you so much. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt Free CEO podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at meganmendez underscore underscore. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.